Live from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now it's time for the Daily Douchebag Pledge. Two Douchebags and a Microphone Pledge. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to download every show. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to grab family members' phones and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to go to public computers and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to laugh at all the unfunny jokes. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to lie to all my friends and tell them how good the show is. And finally, I, Joe, or Jane Listener, promise to visit Montrose, Missouri to take advantage of the power plant, campgrounds, and junkyard all within its quarter-mile radius. Two douchebags and a microphone, the audio equivalent to the meat sweats. Next up, things overheard in hell. Man, Axel Rose is such a great childhood therapist. I hope he writes more books. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You have the personality of a soggy newspaper. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Wild asparagus is plentiful and easy to find. It can be stewed with garlic and onion, which is both wild, which can be easily found, and a very tasty post-apocalypse food. You can make this into a delicious stew, and this will hold you over at least for a couple of days until you can find some other food. Two douchebags and microphone, I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Oh, okay, Rob. Well, let's see. Uh, um, there's a, We got it straight from Topher's desk here in a minute. Awesome. But first, awesome. first, the Derek Thomas curse. We must talk about this, right? Yes, we do. That's my man. Was yeah. my man. Yeah. The DT curse was this, and it's still intact. You mouth off and disrespect Arrowhead Stadium, and you will have horrible luck and a horrible season since the time you disrespected Arrowhead Stadium, such as the Eagles and Nick Sirianni mouthing off at Arrowhead Stadium, puffing his little fucking bird chest out, thinking he's all cool. They had the number one seed. They had one loss when they left Arrowhead. They promptly went two and five. They lost the number one seed, and they had to go to the wild card round, and they didn't even get a home game. And they lost. And they lost in Tampa 
to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they didn't just lose. They got dismantled 32-9. They were manhandled. They were spanked. They were fucking put down. They had fucking mud rubbed in their face. They left Tampa disgraced. And all of this could have been avoided if your stupid-ass head coach would have kept his mouth shut. But no, now you're going home. Now you're going home. People need to remember DT. You disrespected. It's not just an Arrowhead curse. It's everywhere. You disrespected Arrowhead Stadium, you fool. Now you paid the price. You may even get fired. Who knows? You know. Um, now your ass is sitting at fucking home. Yeah, and now you got to wait another year to not get it. So. Anyhow. Oh, and also, yes. my son also informed me today that Travis Kelsey. Okay, I have not read about it, but my son informed me that Travis Kelsey. No, excuse me, not Travis. Jason, Jason Kelsey, Kelsey retired. Yes. Announced his retirement. Right after. Right after. Jason That's why he did. was emotional. I mean, you know, he probably could. He's got a ring, so he's probably good with that. He got a Super Bowl ring. So many people go without a ring their whole career. He's got a Super Bowl ring uh, from that famous Nick Foles uh, uh, filling in and beating yeah, the Patriots, yeah, I believe. Yeah. He's got a ring, and he'd been to the Super Bowl a couple of times, so I'm sure he's relatively happy with his career. So he wasn't crying because they lost. He was emotional because he knew he was stepping down as soon as the season is over. He's not stupid. He's not going to destroy his body chasing a ring when he's already got one. So, yeah. Right. So, uh, you know what, Jason Kelsey? You're the only thing I liked about the Eagles. So, you know, God bless you, man. I hope you have a hey, great life. Jason, my Jason, go home and take care of your family, dude. That's what he's going to do. You deserve it. You so, deserve it. So I, your, I, your brother's trying to work on it, but yeah. Well, you know what, man? He says that he's not going to retire anytime soon because he still loves playing the game. So that's fine. Um, but in a related, yeah, great, great. That's, yeah, that's better for us. I had as a, long as he pulls his weight. Yeah, I. Uh, well, he had a much better game in the play. Yes, he did. Yes, he, he did. was a I really watched. good. I watched. He was a really good distraction for Rashi Rice. Rashi Rice, 130 yards, great receiver, really making leaps and bounds his rookie year. This guy's going to be phenomenal. So, in a related story, I got a news flash that just came over my desk, Rob. You want to hear what it is? Go ahead. Sneed is wanted for the questioning about Tyreek Hill's disappearance. (laughs) 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 Yeah, and and, uh, anyhow, there was some audio. I was listening to Hey, hey, hey. He would be first steps to look at. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the reason Tyreek disappeared. Um, I was listening to Keatsman's podcast, Kevin Keatsman's podcast, and uh, he was he was talking about some. I love Kevin Keatsman. I do too. He was I, talking. I, I, I need to I need to look him up. I, he, I, I listened to him when I was in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you know he does a podcast but then, now. But then once I got away, I couldn't listen to him. Now you're telling me. Okay. He has a podcast. I'm looking him up. Yeah, yeah. He has a podcast. It's on Podbean. Look up Podbean. It's an app, and he's on there, and you can find him real easily. But he said he he listened to some of their audio, and they were just badgering Hill. They're going, hey, you got to learn how to catch the ball, boy. Hey, what's wrong, man? Hey, 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 Tyreek. 
Hey, wait, hey, what about your mouth? Hey, hey, buddy, what's up, man? I mean, they were just badgering him and getting him out of his game. He was like losing it. He didn't know what to do. He couldn't, he made one really good catch and a touchdown. Then after that, he was shut out. They were smacking him so hard on the line that he was getting disoriented. He was like falling around. I mean, he looked like a clown out there. And well, he before the game, he made a post before the game saying he knew what he was going into mm-hmm. because of the cold weather and stuff. Yeah, he did. And another and thing, it was Kansas City. So yeah, so you know, um, the thing is, is Tyreek needs to find a way to get the Dolphins to cut him and beg Kansas City to take him back. Right? Do we need him though? Probably not, and they probably wouldn't. You don't. You don't need that. You don't need that on your team. You're we doing got, just fine. We, we we have Pacheco. Yeah, we we got one without him, and we're trying to work our we way have to Pacheco, two. and we're yet to see about Hilaire. Uh, Hilaire is uh, okay. I think they're going to resign him because of this. They can get him for nothing. Because well, he's, he's been on. He's been injured most of the year. Well, that's the problem. He's been injured. Yeah, all yeah. he's out of his rookie contract out of this year. He's been here five years. That's it. So he um, he might get re-signed just because they can sign him on the cheap. That's the only reason they're not going to sign him because he's a great running back. But I can tell you this: I see a developing guy that can catch the ball if he can stay healthy he is a very reliable tool he told Mahomes he said you throw me the ball I will catch it and he has done that every time yeah 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 so I think that you have something to work with and you can get him on the cheap so why not resign him I uh, you know he makes a great backup to uh, Pacheco and he was running yeah, he hard he, he was yeah, running he, that's hard. what I was thinking because it started out whoever starter yes Pacheco come in as backup. But then Hilaire got injured and Pacheco made his name. Well, I think so the, now Hilaire's backup. The plan all along was Pacheco being the starter because uh, Hilaire could not put a season together where he wasn't injured or um, had yeah. had a good game running. I mean, I think he might have, out of all the games he played, I don't know if he even reached 100 yards on the ground in any game. So, you know, um, I think you have something to work with. But um, right now, let's go into uh, straight from uh, Topher's desk. Yeah, what's Topher got to say? I ain't talked to my buddy in a long time. Uh, Well, we need to get him on the phone. Uh, He will. Yeah, we we do. We just got to get the timing right, and we'll have a a conversation, us three. So Topher's doing well, and we went and got coffee today, and uh, he had some thoughts that he wanted to share with Podcast Land. So... Yeah, 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 yeah. He's always welcome. He, oh, he topped me. A, a little bit later, we have emails. The way I looked about it, he tops me. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Always cut off a Tesla on the freeway. The self-driving feature will stop the car from hitting you. He's right. Good point. Yeah, you pull in front of it, it'll stop. Because it's programmed hey, to do so. Hey, hey, yeah, I told, I mentioned this here a while back. <laughs> Lynn Creek, Missouri has a Tesla for a police car. Pull in front of it and slam on your brakes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. When Topher said that, I was like, oh my God, that's brilliant. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny because, like, I, I mentioned it here all back. How? So let's say you're on a four-lane Creek, Missouri. Very little money has a Tesla. Yeah. Okay. So four-lane. Let's say you're in a four-lane interstate highway. Okay. You can go the left or the right. Yeah. The left is a as a, a um, let's say a Jeep, and the right is a Tesla. Pull in front of the Tesla because that thing will stop. The Jeep, the guy may not see you and might might run into you. So that is uh, Topher's wisdom of the day. And now he has some more wisdom. I love it. He has some more wisdom if you live in California, Rob. He had done some checking. And, you know, the big uh, electric car initiative. Oh, I am. Uh, oh, yeah, me and Eric in California are getting pretty good buddies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that showed I'm, his I'm ass. A, I'm about ass. to throw his skateboard brand. Yeah. Uh, I, Eric. Eric, that won my ass picture. Um, yeah, there there is an old promo that I need to bring back that said, yeah, uh, send all your uh, male body part pictures to Rob Rad's inbox. And that's exactly right. what happened. Three people sent him asshole pictures because I claim that Rob liked to see the asshole and face. Asshole up yeah, and, and face turned around. And smiling. Eric won it. Yes. And he's in Southern California. He's a skateboarder, professional. He just started his own line of skateboards. Mm-hmm. Plus, they teach. He has a teach uh, skateboard teaching class for kids to that's cool adult to whoever. Well, cool. Uh, uh, Eric's pretty good. When, dude, whenever man. you want to, whenever you want to drop a. Uh, Drop the brand. That's fine. Uh, you know, I'm waiting on his word. Uh, as a matter of fact, during the emails, he's just getting them on. He's just getting them on the market. Okay. In the emails, we actually have a podcast from Des Moines that wants us to promote him because they know we're doing so well there. Have you seen the Des Moines numbers, dude? Des Moines. We're they're our number one market. Our number one market now. Oh, that reminds me about something I told you about the other night. Yeah, but you never did get to it. But let me finish off. Yeah, Topher. well, it could be boring, but she's out of West Des Moines. Okay. All right. Let me get to the rest of Topher's desk, and then we'll take a yeah, break, and then we'll come back with a fresh slate. That sound cool? Let's do it. Okay. Um, okay. The self-driving feature will stop the car from hitting you. That was his first one. So the second one is, so you live in Cali and you have an electric car. Okay, all good. They had that initiative. A lot of people bought them, got discounts on them. Well, the laws of the state say that if the power it takes to charge the battery is needed elsewhere, they have a right to shut off the power and you not be able to charge your car. And if they need additional power, they can drain your battery and take that power as well. So good luck, electric oh, car owners damn. in California. Yeah, isn't that vicious? Okay, now wait a second. Okay. Our government's pushing these cars. Yes. But they're failing. Yes. Yeah. Well, what, what do you think the government does? I mean, the government's in charge of Social Security. <laughs> I mean, they're... Uh, I mean, come on. They replace the batteries in the cars. And, and look, it every, costs you the same as a brand new car. Yes, everything the government put their hands on is a complete failure. So why would we expect any different? 
So, yeah, so anyhow, I would for, uh, say something, but I'm not going to because I was going to aim at somebody, but it's political. Yeah, so yeah, you know what? No, no, no. You know what? Here's the deal, man. I think that everybody that listens to us has their opinion. Yeah, and they all understand. Yes. And you know what? Uh, the facts are out there. The truth is out there. And if you're smart enough and can see through the bullshit and the smoke show, you can see what's really going on. And I would like right. to think, even though we're dick and burp jokes, we still are cognizant and know what's going on. And I think that yeah, just we're because, still bringing things to our list. Just because our fans like that burp they need and to dick hear. jokes, uh, they, our fans like burp and dick jokes, that's fine. They're still intelligent, yeah, we do well-rounded people. I believe that well-rounded people like sick humor. I think that humor is a sign of intelligence. And so... No, no, that that's a scientific fact. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. Quickly, I, I, no, I, I've seen research studies on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's pretty well known. So I think that people that have an expanded sense of humor that like to listen to things like this already know their opinion and are probably fairly accurate in it. So, um, you know, the facts are there, and we don't have to say anything. We don't have to get into anything. All i got to say is look around and see what's going on and see if you're happy just, with it. Yeah, just leave it right there, yeah. and everybody can see it. If you're happy with it, then you're going to get what you get. If you're not happy with it, then okay. So, all right, let's go ahead and take our first break, Rob. And not was, yet. Oh, okay, go ahead. Not yet. I had something to say. All right. Hi, Grandma Opal from Scott City. Thank you. Grandma Opal, we love you. We love you. We wish you love you, darling. Thank you for listening. You are the best. You are the best. I seen uh, I seen a picture of you when you were in your 20s in a swimsuit, and you were one hot mama. Yes. Not really. I'm just fucking around. But, But anyhow, yeah, you were one hot chick. Anyhow, Opal. Oh, I bet she was. Oh, yeah. We know Opal is. Opal's a hot name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she listens to us. She's got to be hot. Yes. So, oh. Opal, thank you. Um, anyhow, thank you, Rob. Okay, we're going to be right back. And, and, and when we get a chance to get on the phone, you will be there. Yes. We will well, set up to where Grandma her, Opal can be on the phone with us. Her, her son. I'd love to talk to her. Her son is going to try to arrange that, but she's so hard of hearing that he doesn't think it's going to go over very well. So anyhow, he's got the open invite. He's got our number here. So um, if he's over there um, on a Saturday evening when we're um, actually doing this podcast, because he goes over there on the weekends to help her. Um, So if he's over there on a Saturday evening. I understand that. Hey, hey, kudos, dude. Yeah, he's a good guy. guy. His name is uh, Jimmy. You take care of your grandma. His you're, name is, you're, I, I am your fan. You're not my fan. I am your fan. He, uh, his name is Jimmy. He doesn't want his last name uh, repeated because uh, he's, in, he's in some no, sort we, of... We don't uh, do that anyway. Yeah, he, he works in some sort of governmental office there in Kansas somewhere, and he doesn't want his last name uh, spoken. But we, we wasn't we wasn't going to hang out. We don't do last names. We're a small podcast. We don't have to. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyhow, let's take our first break, Rob, and we're going to come back with uh, more stuff. How's that? That uh, sounds good. All right, we'll be right back, guys.
Once again, it's time for Ramblings of a Madman. I believe Congress needs to synchronize tap dance for 20 minutes before each session. That needs to happen. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. Next up, Things Overheard in Hell. Baseball's third season of the year begins tonight. Yay! Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. It's, it's an island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. Why did the melons not get married? Because they can't elope. <laughs> Just saw the puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a clown nose. Oh no! That drunk guy just hit my child! It is okay, I have a clown nose. Clown nose, just put one on and you can do anything. Wanna run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam, everyone laughs. Clown noses are sold at gag stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You are dressed like an assistant debate coach at an Ohio State Middle School. And we are back. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob, and that was quick. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. You uh, <laughs> you, you probably heard some little giggles and ha-has and bad jokes and, and farts and clucks and everything, but uh, we're back. Um, okay, Rob, you got anything you want to say before I go into a, uh, a diner owner that uses bacon grease to make money? Um, and um, also emails? Well, actually, I have a story. I have something I have to get out there because I owe it. Uh, yes, yes, you do. Uh, the last time we podcasted, we did two right in a row back to back. Yep. I did one, and I have the final, which I should have done the second podcast the other night, but I did not. Oh, well, I have the final hillbilly wisdom. You know what? It, it was so good it needed it needed some space from the others. Well, like well, it was yeah, a stand, we it was a scandal. So that for day's day, 
I should have done the second one. I did not. That was my bad. Oh, well. All right. We'll roll with it. Roll but I have it now. All right. Okay. Tonight's letting the cat out of the bag is a whole lot easier than putting it back in. <laughs> you got to love that wisdom. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That needed to be standalone, Rob. That was that good. So. Oh, honestly, all these do. Honestly, I love these. Yeah, they're they're. It's a fantastic segment. I hope you can scrounge up some more of them because it's fantastic. <laughs> they're all true too. So. Oh, uh, wait till you this next one. Okay, go ahead. If you get to thinking you're a person of influence. Try ordering somebody else's dog around. <laughs> True again. Oh my God. There is so much truth in that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next. Okay, next up. Live a good and honorable life. Then when you get older and think back, you don't enjoy it a second time. <laughs> Another solid one. Now that I'm over 50, I feel that so much more. Uh, absolutely. Yes. Agreed. Okay, next up. Live simply, live generously, live deeply, speak kindly. Leave the rest to God. Hundred thousand percent. Let go and let God. Honestly. Okay. We do not get religious here, but no, no, this no, no, was no. in the report. I, I'm just saying this right here. When I quit worrying about things and I just let God handle it. Yeah, um, we let God handle it. I, you, look, you can so, believe in anything so you want. I don't care. This is a free country, freedom of a religion. So you can worship anything. I don't care if you worship a pencil. That's you, okay? But me yeah. and the God that I believe in, once I realized that I had no control over anything and I handed it to God, I've been a much happier person and a much more um, fulfilled person. Uh, it, it, it's been fantastic because what needed to happen happened, not what I thought needed to happen. Does that make sense? Oh, no, trust me, I know. Yeah, I, thought, I know. I thought I had a vision. I used to be an assistant okay. youth pastor. Okay. I thought I had a vision what needed to happen in my Which life. Which we can go into some other time. But when I quit asking for that and I told God to do what he needed to do, that said, God, do what you need it to happened. do. Man. It It all worked out so well. So It happened. Yeah, so anyhow, I'm not here to give a sermon or preach. Like I said, you know, we're... Right, right. No, we do not get political... Or, Political or religion. Yep. Um, but I used to be a volunteer youth pastor. That's cool, Rob. I have religion in my background. That's very cool. Uh, I, I really respect that, Rob. That's that's very cool. Now, do I live it like it today? Hell no. <sighs> Me neither, man. I mean, listen to this podcast. I'm filthy. I, I know this. I have a lot in my life that I need to clean up. 
and uh, you know, and, and I think we, we all we all do. So, but isn't that's that, why we are doing it to get us get it out of our minds? <laughs> yeah, we get this out of our system. So, um, <laughs> anyhow, I okay. would like to, I would like to think that we now, entertain quite a few people. So, yes, yes. I, well, <laughs> we check out rss.com. We know we do. I cannot believe Des Moines. You guys are awesome, man. Dude. They're our number one market. They skyrocketed again. They went all the way up. They're above Kansas City, our home our home base. They're above? They're above. Look at RSS when you get it. Okay, I, I, I looked this morning and they were still below. Okay, um, hang on. I think But but I don't think mine's updating or something. I don't think so. Hang on. Let me look right now, and we'll get out of this so we don't bore the people, because they probably don't okay, care about well, what we do. Well, while you're looking that up, okay, go ahead. let me give you the final hillbilly wisdom. Okay, sorry. I, I kind of, like, uh, curveballed that. No, you're right. The final hillbilly wisdom. Okay. Most time, it just gets down. The common sense. <laughs> yeah. O- okay. Here's what I got here at RSS. That's it. That's not, it. Not available. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Not available. So we don't know where it's coming from. Is the, our first with the most hits. Des Moines is second. Kansas City is third. Harrisonville is fourth. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, see, I looked earlier this morning. Yeah, it, but I must be lagging. Let me go into emails. I got one from Harrisonville, dude. You got to hear this. Okay, well, I'm done with it. That, that was the very last hillbilly wisdom. That's awesome, dude. I loved it. Listen, uh, yeah, we love it, and I hope all of our listeners loved it. Oh, I think they do. I will uh, come up with another list. Okay, so let's go ahead and go into emails because I want to get to Harrison. Let's go to emails. Not only do we have an incredible amount of hits from that that town of about 7,000 people or something like that, five to 7,000 people, somewhere in there. Um, Hey, D-Bags, I listen in Harrisonville. I really enjoy the show. You and Rob have the Cass County warped sense of humor. I agree. That's because we grew up there. Well, look, living out there in the sticks... And not having anything to do. I grew do. up in Belton. He grew up in Cleveland. Living out there in the sticks and not having anything to do made you use your imagination. Otherwise, you're going to be bored to death. So, you and Rob have that Cass County uh, warped sense of humor, which I agree. Why do you think that is? And I and I just said why I think that is. It's because... Yeah, yeah we, we both just did. Because we grew up there. Yeah, it's just like I was talking about before about how I used to like uh, get into art... I listened to WLS out of uh, Chicago because at night they would turn their power up and 890 would turn their power down in Kansas City. 890 was right. a religious station about 7 o'clock. And they would bleed through. Yes, and I could pick it up clear as a bell here in Kansas City. And uh, anyhow, I was, I was a hero because they would release songs to Chicago much quicker than they would to Kansas City. And then I remember like uh, Heavy Metal by Don Felder. The movie came out. And I was, uh, I identified the song right off, and people were like, oh, wow, what is this? I go, you know, the guy from the Eagles, Don Felder, that's him. 
Yeah, you just talked about that like a couple podcasts ago. Yeah, yeah, but uh, while I was listening and absorbing these great personalities and uh, and being descriptive and all this stuff, uh, you know, it, uh, I was drawing on the walls and stuff and, uh, you know, of you know, painting on the walls. They're still there. Well, no, no, actually I tore it down. But You're in the garage. Yeah, in the garage. So that's what it was. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, in the, the same way with you, Rob, it made you use your creativity because there was absolutely nothing else to do. Um, okay, well, so. I'm down here now, mm-hmm. and all I do is go to work and I come home. So mm-hmm. this gives me something to do. Mm-hmm. It brings me back to yesteryear. It really does. We, we really, and I could be, and I'm being more myself. It, it, I'm opening up. I'm being more myself. That's cool. Like I should be. Um, okay. I closed down for a while, dude. I, I'm glad you it's. Say? I, I'm. I'm glad it's working for you, Rob, because I enjoy doing it too. So, uh, anyhow, oh, I this, love it. This guy goes on to say, Cass County has always been the misfit capital. Thank you. P.S. I bet you can't beat me in pinball. I bet you're wondering, Mark, are we talking 7-Eleven Belton or the old arcade in Hville? Pete, in Harrisonville. 7-Eleven Belton. No, no, this guy knows. This guy knows all of it. The 7-Eleven Belton pinball and then the ones in Harrisonville. Dude. This guy grew up with oh, 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 oh. He may even know me. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. He's playing. Seven Eleven in Belton. He probably knows me. Yeah. Listen. He goes. Okay. He goes. I bet you can't beat me in pinball. I bet you're wondering, Mark. Are you talking Seven Eleven in Belton or the old arcade in Hville? Both. That guy hung out with us, but he's not revealing Both. who he is. Yeah. So, um, anyhow. Uh, and I'll tell you what. That's I will cool. open up. I I will open up a challenge. Good. Okay. He's got to beat me to get to you. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, Pete in Harrisonville, make yourself known. We will play you in pinball anytime, anywhere. Let's get together. Uh, we I'm will ready for a game pinball, man. We, I miss pinball. I'll stomp your ass just on what I remember. So bring it on, Pete. We're ready. Rob will stomp your ass start. before I even get to you. So you you beat me, you can get the mark. There we go. The challenge is that's out there. A, that's the deal. In Harrisonville, we're ready. So the next I love one, you, Harrisonville. Yeah, and we love you, Pete. Whoever the hell you are. Um, all right. The next one is, hey guys, I think Ruth Ann, Ruth Ann should be up for an ass paddling. Just saying, Jake in Vermont. <laughs> Jake, she's not listening anymore. We're not going to bother her. She's not listening. uh, No, no, at this point. She's madder than hell. If Ruth Ann gets an ass tattling, it's behind my closed doors. I protected (laughs) her. I tried to protect her. I know, I know, and she's punishing you to get to me. So if she wants her ass paddled, it's behind my closed doors. Rob, I'm so sorry she chose to hurt you to get to me. I'm so sorry about that. I know that you're, I really, you're deeply I wounded. I know. I know. So I, I loved how she was firing you up, dude. Yeah, Ruth Ann. <laughs> come on now. Be a human. Come on, girl. Come on. Rob did nothing to you. You start listening for I, Rob. 
I want you back, Dan. You, you, yeah. You're my teammate here. I know. All right, next one. Hey, dudes, Des Moines checking in here. I listen regularly, and I have my own podcast. I'm trying to get traction in my hometown of Des Moines. Could you promote my podcast, please? The name is The Circle with Kurt. This is a podcast about strange but true events all over the world. Thank you in advance, Kurt. Okay. Um, oh, circle. Kurt. Oh, you the need circle. to give Kurt my, my email, my phone number, or whatever. He needs to get a hold of me. Um, Kurt, do that. Um, go to our Facebook page. Get a hold of Rob. Go to his uh, so, um, yeah, it, it is... Okay, I'm going to throw this out there one time. Okay. Kurt, Robert Radford on Facebook. My name is Robert Radford. There you go. Look him up and get a hold Look of him. Look me up. I really want to talk to you about this. It, it is called, his podcast that is called... That is up my alley. The Circle with Kurt. So everybody out there, give them a try. Listen to it. Listen to it. I'm sure it's good. Um, well, so isn't that nice? I might be able to pick up a side gig other than you. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next one. Again, could you please save the sports for a weekly sports show? Well, too late for that. <laughs> that way the sports uh, fanatics can download. We're playoffs. We're, yeah. No, we're, we're not stopping. I, I'm sorry. We, sports is, yeah. The sports went way back to Topher, and we're not stopping them now. Uh, it's a big part of the show. We've always enjoyed sports, and we are the first to motherfuck the NFL if we see something wrong. So, you know, it's not all sports. We do talk business about the business of the NFL and the business of Major League Baseball and all of that. So we, it's not just sports. But, no, man, too many people like it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and here's the deal. We talk about sports because we don't talk about religion and politics. Yes, it's another... we got to have something to talk about. Why not sports? Sports is a common ground for a lot of people. Anyhow. Exactly. Yeah. So anyhow, he said... Unfortunately, my darling didn't understand that. So. Oh, okay. Well, anyhow, he went on to say, not angry or being a dick. I just think it would work better by doing a one-off or a two-off or uh, once a week. Or we're, we're in discussions with that. The problem is, is we need the time is the problem. We both work a full-time job, and we have different yeah. hours. So what you're getting right now is what we can provide right now. So Well, anyhow. plus we're going off our timing, which is recorded. Yes, I mean, really. And right now we're Tuesday night, so we're coming off the weekend's games. Yes, and another another thing is playoffs. Yeah, so um, so you know, I mean, sorry, but and he didn't leave a name here. Sorry, whoever you are, but it's going to continue. And uh, and anyhow, we don't have time. Well, well, no, let me retract that, Mark. Okay, Let retract. me retract that. Okay, retract it. After football season, we're going to have to come up with something else to talk about. <laughs> That's a good idea. Okay, there you go. So, there you go, buddy. Yep. There you go, buddy. I'm listening to you. 
<laughs> that was a great action. Let us get through football season, and dude, you can have your way. You ought to be a PR agent. That was perfect. <laughs> the NFL will be well, over I'm here in a month. Going, I'm thinking about checking out Tucker myself, but you know. Oh, um, well, enough people like it. Um, okay. Well, I hope the dude, last... they change it from football to soccer. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do it just to piss you off, whoever you are. Not really. Um, anyhow, or okay. or we could go floating down a river in southern Missouri, butt ass naked, and you know. Oh, we do whatever. I got to tell you what I saw in Knoll, Missouri, and then we'll go to the last and final <laughs> email that I got. Me no, my... let's go to the email. Hang on. Okay. Oh, well, if, if it fits into that one, yeah. It fits okay. in right now. Okay. That's a story. Okay. Me and my friend Mac were at uh, the Elk River in Nolan, Missouri, right? Then we're floating. Uh, yeah, I know that one. Okay. I know that we're one. floating down the river. You know, we had our PBR tied to us. <laughs> okay. And Mac goes, dude, we see this. Yeah, because it's too damn hot. You got to keep your in the water. Yeah, and it's spring water, so it's Float it next to you. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, cold. it's cold. So, um, anyhow, there's this really hot Ellie Mae-looking chick uh, in a red bikini on, on one of the bridges that go over the uh, Elk River. And Matt goes, she's making fart noises with her tits. I'm like, what? I, I was like, dude, you're fucking smash. I look up there. I want to be her. She had a straw, and she's pushing her tits together, and she's making fart noises. And we're like, oh, my God, only in Nolan, Missouri will you see that. <laughs> I'm in love with that woman already. <laughs> it, it was fantastic. So, and, and then I also hey, see the guy. if any women listening that can do that, I will love you forever. Um, Rob, Rob Radford on Facebook. So, there you go. Yeah, send Rob yeah just don't get me confused with my son. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Dad, your idiot fans got a hold of me again. <laughs> okay, last but not least, we got to go to Montrose. You know, Montrose emails every Oh, I've got to Montrose. Got to get Montrose. The Joe of Henry County, the Ruby of Henry County. The Ruby of Henry County has to speak up. They have to have their say in our every podcast. Yeah, so they do. Here we go. They have every right on this show. Yep. Where's my 72 Coupe de Ville bumper at? I thought you were going I'm to... I'm <laughs> I thought you were going to the Jewel of Henry County, Montrose, and retrieving my bumper. Thanks in advance, Willie and, and Tightwad. Okay, Willie. Willie, 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 <laughs> Willie. I'm looking down here at the lake, even. A 72 Coupe de Ville They're not that easy to find. to find. They're not that easy to find, Willie. And I'm looking all over the junkyards down here at Lake of the Ozarks, even, just an hour from you. And and then we had a follow-up email. This is the last one here. This is Jeffy and Montrose. That bumper is mine. Don't let anyone else have it. <laughs> oh, shit. Jeffy was the first one to claim the 72 Coupe de Ville. So, Willie, you got to have to wait after, as soon as Rob finds you. Yeah, but Jeffy was wanting us to go to Montrose to find us a bitch. Yeah. And evidently, he, he lives in Montrose. <laughs> That's why I've been looking for another one. 
I've been looking down here. They're hard to come by. Jeffy honestly. and Willie, we're looking for a 72 Coupe DeVille. They're hard to come by. They are. I'm but looking. when we find Trust them, they're me. yours. Rob is going to put your name on it physically, and we will deliver them to you by hand. Right? Honest to God, I am looking for a 72 bumper Cadillac. Rob and yeah. I are putting on the gloves, the leather gloves, and we're going to grab this bumper and bring them to you. So... Anyhow, let's take a and break. I'm and, also uh, still looking for the front quarter panel for the Vega. Vega, the Chevy Vega, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no, I got it. I'm working on it. Dude. Rob's on it, man. Hey, look, he's going to find trying. the quarter panel. I'm trying. It's just those are the two hardest vehicles to find parts for. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, that just shows you how original the people that listen are. That's awesome. <laughs> I love them, dude. That's I a good, love our listeners. It's a compliment to us they that keep we get, us going. It's a compliment to us that we get such witty responses. I mean, it really is. <laughs> it is a compliment. It's because it means that witty people listen to us, and that's a compliment. So, uh, man, well, uh, it's just people with our thought process. We'll yes. put it that way. Yes. Um, anyhow, the pinball challenge is out there. Whoever you are. Um, you got to take me on first. Yep, yep. You got to take Rob on and then me. To so, get Mark. Yep, yep. I am standing in the corner, looking dangerous, smoking a cigarette, and I don't even smoke. And uh, sitting there. And I know my hair dangerous back. too when it comes to a pinball. My, my hair greased back and my Levi's tucked up um, and a t-shirt. And I'm Are we wearing our leather jackets? Yes, in a leather jacket, and I'm oh, waiting. Oh, leather jacket. Yeah, mine's right here. I'm looking at it right now. I'm waiting for you to beat Rob, and then you got to come over and beat the cool guy, me. Well, Rob's cool, too, but Rob threw down the gauntlet a little bit ago, and he said, you got to get through him to get to me. So, yep. there you that's, go. Hey, that's what friends do for each other. That's right. And yeah. I was not too damn shabby. Well, still. I'm not too damn savvy at pinball. So I would like to think the residual effects of learning pinball all those years, I would still be good at it. Because when I took up Gallagher again, when I bought that uh, when I bought that old arcade machine from the guy in Belton, it's got like 60 of the arcade games. I picked up on Gallagher yeah. and Pac-Man where I left off. I remembered it. My muscle memory was spot on. I remember the patterns on yeah, Pac-Man. But, I remembered how to okay, pick Gallagher. Okay, here's the problem. Okay. You're not playing it. It's not pinball. Um, well, they have, that new they have that new electric pinball. I don't want to play that. I want to play oh, the real pinball. fuck electric pinball. No, no, no. That's the big rage now. People are buying video game pinballs that are in the shape of pinballs, but slightly smaller. They're in a pinball machine, but they're slightly yeah, smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. We're talking that, about real that, Real That's pinball. Pussy shit. Real pinball with real flippers. Um, I would prefer Elvira, but if we can't get Elvira, then um, there's other good ones. The Kiss one is good just because. Yeah, it's, Kiss. Uh, kid, yeah. Uh, my buddy in Belton, actually, his dad used to be sheriff in Belton. Uh huh. Last name Foot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember him. Okay, well, his son, who, who, F-O-O-T-E, yeah. Yeah. Well, his son was a 
close friend of mine mm-hmm. when we were in school. Uh-huh. I would go over to his house. He had a Kiss pinball machine. At his house? In his bedroom <sighs> in the early, early 80s. Oh, man. His dad had money. Uh, he would have had to. Put in a big shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying. I'm in the middle of uh, finding. Uh, uh, old pinball games are hard to find now. People Which, bought, bought them and put gonna, them in their I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw the name out there. Go ahead. How you doing, Troy? Troy? I hope you. Yeah. I hope Troy you still Troy. have that Kiss pinball machine. He still has a belt. Yeah, well, ask him if we can borrow it to beat whatever his name is. I forgot. Well, let me see if I can get a hold of him. Get a hold of him. Say the gauntlet is thrown down. So, so and so from Harrisonville. I really ought to go look at the emails, but I'm too lazy to. <laughs> I, uh, I forgot your name in Harrisonville. It's on. We even got the pinball machine. So, there. Well, or we yeah, think, we're on. Or we you got to go can. through me to get to Mark. All right, let's uh, let's take our second break. We're going to come back. You got a story you want to get to, Rob? Yeah, I come up with some. Okay, if not, I got a million stories here. So, anyhow, all right, we'll figure it out when we get back. We'll talk. Ho, ho, ho. This is Crotch the Old Saint Prick. I'm the guy that comes in after Christmas and douses all your dreams and hopes. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, well, looky here. My first letter is from little Timmy from Akron, Ohio. It says, Dear crotchety old St. Prick, I would love to have a new bicycle. Well, little Timmy, I have a poem for you. It goes, Roses are red. Violets are blue. You're not getting dick. So fuck you. Oh, ho, ho. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Hey, sure. Use a sound. Similar to a fart. I only once. Such that. You cannot be heard. Who are keeping spades in my pipe? Who are keeping spades in my As charming as a leaky sewer pipe. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that over there? there? Oh, oh no. It's an island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. and scream, hey, there's no toilet paper in here. <laughs> a lot of podcasts just come from a can. Here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone, we pour our own podcasts. Back to douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. 
All right, Rob, you got anything picked out you want to talk about? Uh, hey, you kick us off real quick. I'll jump yes. back in. Okay, that's cool. Um, there's this uh, diner owner, okay, in Oregon. And um, he uses bacon grease to make his grandma's soap recipe. Diner owner uh, was uh, seeing double or triple price increases. And he remembered his grandfather talking about the Great Depression. He said, you need to get creative like we did back in the Great Depression. You know, we, we got creative on things we ate. We went out to our yard. You know, we found stuff edible. He said, you had to do what you had to do to live. And he said, you can beat these high costs if you really think about it. So the diner... Okay, okay. Now you're diving into my stories, dude. Oh, is that your story? The diner owner uh, that's selling... So okay. No, no, no. I have another list of depression-era food that costs less than $5, but we'll go into that next time. Okay, Finish cool. your story. Okay. Um, he is, uh, okay, so the diner owner is selling his soap bars, and he is selling it at his uh, Sunrise Diner Cafe in Oregon or online at bumblesoap.com. And um, by selling this soap, if he sells five bars a day, he gets $30 off the cost of bacon, which is raised significantly, at least double. So he passes those savings on to the customers. So his prices are lower because he sells this soap from rendering the fat from the bacon. Five bars a day is $30 discount on bacon a day. Then he also started cow cohol. It's a milk vodka. It's, um, it is in the process of being marketed right now. He is able to use a byproduct of his family's dairy farm in Oregon to make this cow cohol, like like a cow, cow cohol, like cow and alcohol put together. And he yeah. uses, he, uh, it's supposed to be a really good vodka, and he's getting ready to market it. Anyhow, the guy is really intelligent, and he got all of this information and this thought process but someone that lived through hard times. Someone that lived through much harder times than we did, and hopefully we never live through that bad of times, the Great Depression. Well, uh like I said, uh, let me do my, I, I have the story. You, I'm just going to have to look it up. Okay. And, do you want to save it but, for tomorrow? No, I have, like, foods from the depress, Depression era. Uh, do, do you need to tomorrow? They cost us $5 today. Wow, okay, that's cool. Do you, uh. But I, that, that will be the next podcast. Okay. All right, that's cool. Because I just now come up with my next story, so go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, starting January 3rd, 2024, customers in Starbucks will be able to use their own clean personal cup for every visit at all company-operated stores. Now, this isn't franchises. There's, there, I think there's franchise. Yeah, there is. Franchises. Yeah. They may not do this. And participating licensed stores in the U.S. and Canada, including drive throughs the Starbucks app, and in the cafe. Starbucks is the only national coffee house in the U.S. to offer customers the option to use their personal cup when they make a mobile order and the first in the Canada to offer mobile orders for all drinks and sizes. Milestone achievement goal set in 2022 is to make it easier for customers to use reusable cups and help Starbucks reduce waste sent to the landfill. 
and I am all for this. It's a great idea. It should have been done a long time ago. And my understanding was, I think there was another competing company. I don't know who it was, but it was a competing uh, coffee company that was going to do it, and COVID hit. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, no, we can't use anything personal. So now that COVID is pretty much cleared up, or they say it is, or whatever the hell's going on with it, now, you know, they can uh, go ahead and offer this service. But if, if what I read was true, another uh, coffee company was going to do this first, and then COVID hit. So. Okay. Yeah. And, I see uh, that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so they stole their idea. Yes. Yeah, that's the way I that's the way I read it, and I can't remember what article it was on the internet. So if it's wrong, forgive me. I read a, I read an article that wasn't right, but um, uh, anyhow. Um, no, that's not that, not that. Hey. Yeah. Just saying, my opinion. Um, this. This. My opinion. This is what I read. Sounds like on the some internet. Starbucks would do. I don't claim anything I say on this podcast to be true. I know you don't. I don't claim, I don't it to be claim nothing either. I'd read it. The only thing I say is you have access to, since you can download a podcast, you can look up this information. And if I'm wrong, send me an email and berate me. That's fine. I'll read it on air. It'll be fun. So, um, anyhow, we got another little odd story here, okay? Um, you know, right. there's a... Um, you know, Elder I'm ready Lee. to go too, by the way. Oh, you you got a story too? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. And, um, you know, elderly, they fall down a lot, right? It sucks. I mean, you get older yes, and, and yes, your body yes, tries to yes. uh, die off on you and you're still frantically trying to live. and But your body keeps saying no, so your body keeps tripping you and trying to hit your head so it can end the misery, right? Right? Yep. Okay, so yeah. anyhow, maybe not quite that dramatic, but anyhow, okay, so you lose balance, you lose balance, okay, uh, and all this, so there is a Chinese company that is an offering inflatable bubbles for the elderly, whenever you leave, you put this bubble wrap on the elderly, uh, no joke, for real, you put this bubble wrap on the elderly, and then if they fall down, they don't get hurt, they be laying on the floor, pushing their life alert, but they're not hurt. You know, uh, let's say you're uh, you're down at Price Chopper, okay, or uh, Walmart or something, okay, and all of a sudden, beep, beep, beep. Oh, shit, Grandma fell, but you know what? She's okay. We, we, we can go ahead and finish our, you know, we're almost checked out. We can go ahead and finish this, and then we'll go get her and, you know, take the bubble wrap off of her. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's crude. It's weird. But I suppose it works. I want... I'm in good health, okay? Everybody, uh, I am in great health. I need I've been to the doctor lately. Yep. I would love to have a life alert just to fuck with people. <laughs> I would. Uh, yeah, why you, not? Mark, you know I would do it. Oh, yeah. You'd be, you'd be like, beep, 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 beep. And then you go, then they come in there and go, hey, uh, uh, give, me, uh, give me a yinling. What? No, I'll, I'll be at, I'll be at work cutting steel. Hit the fucking butt. Beep 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 beep. They show up out of work. What's up? Nothing. <laughs> I, I think the electric waves from the welder uh, set off my life alert. Well, no, I, I'm not a welder, dude. I'm, no, I know, but I'm you're you're around you're around welders. 
So anyhow, yeah. Um, uh, the pacemakers, uh, you know, pacemakers can't get near a welder. Oh, true. They have true. to stay so many feet away from a welder; it will throw off their pacemaker. So, yeah. Um, anyhow, did you have a story you want to get to, Rob? Yeah. All right, do it now because this podcast yeah. is almost over with. Uh, this is a uh, society of rock which I've been coming up with a few more of them. They're kind of like my next American, yeah, songwriter. Okay. This is a list. The rock stars that went too hard for rocking. Okay. (laughs) Interesting. And it's on rock society, rock of society, or, excuse me, Society of Rock. Okay. If anybody wants to look it up. Society of Rock. Okay, the first, the Who's drummer, Keith Moon, was famous for thrashing hotel rooms. Mm Mm-hmm. He used to throw couches and chairs and, and, uh, and TVs out the window very famously. The first thing he'd do when he got into a hotel room was throw everything out the window and then demand new furniture. On his 21st birthday, he created chaos in a Michigan hotel involving a food fight and explosive bathroom destruction, which we know all too well about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know how to do that. Uh-huh. Not everybody does. No, no, but we, we do know. Okay, next up. Rolling Stones guitarist Keith Richards mm-hmm. survived drug use, including storing his father's ashes mixed yep. with cocaine. Yeah, that was that his actually made the news. Solidified his reputation as a true rock and roll icon. That actually made the world news. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I think everybody knows the next one. Okay. Ozzy. Oh, Snort Nance? No, biting that off the bat. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah, that was very famous. Um, Yeah, that was the number. Although... uh, Well, first he bit the head off Doug's. My opinion... When it comes to Ozzy showing off, mm-hmm. I think him pissing on the Alamo was a hell of a lot better than eating the bat. Yeah, yeah. Well, the he's not really proud of biting the head off the bat. He, several interviews that I've well, watched. No, no, no. Yeah, I've, I've read many. Yeah, he's not proud of. He it. He said he thought it was a rubber. He's bat. also not really proud of pissing on the Alamo either, but. I no. think that would have been his great. Well, it took him years and years and years yeah. to let him back. They were so offended. So no, I know. Um, I know. And anyhow, he made I, up. With I, him. I thought it was awesome. He can go back to San Antonio and play. Well, he can't now. He's pretty bad uh, health wise. But if he could, he could play a concert in San, uh, San Antonio now. For years, he was banned. And also, he was also the rocker that very first he almost lost his deal with Jet and CBS Records. Because Sharon, yeah, yeah. his wife, told him 
to take a dove out of each pocket of his uh, sport coat and let him fly in the yep. air to impress, you know, the record companies. Well, Ozzy was fucked out of his mind, and he bit the head off of one of them, and they almost canceled the record contract. They were like just milliseconds away, but Sharon had to come over there and go, no, 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 no. I'm going to contain him. I guarantee you. We're going to get you great music. This is the front man of Black Sabbath. This is, He's very prolific. Everybody knows him. Everyone knows yeah. his voice, you know. But he almost lost his record contract over that. So, I right. mean, bat biting wasn't his only thing. I mean, dub biting, it started with dub biting. Just anything. And, and to me, that's more egregious because he knew they, they were alive. In other words, if they put anything in front of me, he's going to bite it. Yeah, yeah, you know, well, he was into yeah. shock. He loved to shock people. It's just yeah, like, shock, shock music. Yeah, it's just like Nikki Six was talking about the famous Motley Crue opening up for Ozzy. And he said Ozzy told me, he said you'll never out crazy me. So anyhow, Ozzy took a piss on the sidewalk. Then he jumped down and he licked it. And then Nikki Six said, "All right." So he pissed on the sidewalk, and Ozzy pushed him out of the way, and he licked it. That's how crazy Ozzy did. Ozzy told him, he said, "No, you're never going to out crazy me." Then the snort and Okay, Nikki. <laughs> Ozzy pissed on Alamo. Well, no, I, I like that story because Ozzy was like, no, nah, I'm not going to give you the option of licking your own so piss. Therefore, the top Ozzy, I think Nikki Six would have to piss on the Empire State Building. Okay, that's cool. Live. Well, little, little problem. He's changed quite a bit, and I don't think he would do that <laughs> nowadays. I don't care. I mean, if you want a top Aussie, uh, I mean, you're running for the greatest. He, it, no one's going to top Aussie and his famous uh, antics and shenanigans. Yeah, you, yeah, you ain't gorgeous. That's stupid. Yeah, I mean, one of the best ones was is uh, uh, Brad Gillis's book. Um, he said that. Um, Ozzy, you know, he he would just disappear, okay? And uh, yeah. Sharon would put out, Sharon would let it go for a couple of days, and I think he's, I think he's in Dallas. And they're getting close to time of the concert. And I think that morning, uh, Sharon's like, okay, put out an APB, find Ozzy. We need him at this show tonight. You know, we got it booked. So they found him, or he showed up or something, but he had his head shaved. And they're like, what the hell? Yeah, and, yeah. And he didn't really... Yeah, she put a wig on him. Yeah, well, yeah, but listen to this. Okay, Ozzy goes over there, and he grabs a wig out of the closet or something. I don't know. They had wigs for some reason. But before, yeah. he, but before he did that, he took a bottle of ketchup and poured it on his head. They're getting ready to right, go out. He, right. They're getting ready to go out to the show, and they had a wig for him, okay? So, anyhow, so... He put the ketchup on his head, and they put the wig on, and Brad Gillis is thinking, oh, my God, this guy's so fucked out of his mind, it's going to be a horrible show. You know, he thought he just did that, not knowing he did it. So he's out there singing. And it was one of the greatest shows ever. He grabbed the wig off of his head, and it looked like he tore his hair off of his scalp, and the ketchup looked like <laughs> blood, and audi the audiences started running. They started running. They couldn't believe it. They're like, he just pulled his hair off. He's bleeding. I mean, <laughs> that, to me, is one hell of a Okay, trick. Mark, 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 yes. Mark. I need to sidetrack you because I'm looking at the time. Yeah, okay, we got to go. We're at number three. I got ten. To, I got ten. 
Oh, shit. Go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. we got to get to moving on. Okay, sorry. Unless you want to move in tomorrow night. Okay, let's divide them into fives. Do three more. You want to divide this into fives? Two fives. Do the rest of the five tonight and then the last five tomorrow. Okay, so we have two more. Yes. Tonight. Yep. Two tomorrow night. Yep. All right. Number four. Led Zeppelin's drummer, John Bonham, succumbed to excessive drinking leading to a fatal incident in 1980. His tragic end shields light on the dark side of the rock star lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah, John Bonham, that was a tragic deal. Yep. All self-inflicted. All self-inflicted. Brilliant musician, all self-inflicted. Actually, a lot of of musicians fall in. Yeah, their torture actually parlays to brilliant music, unfortunately. So, anyhow. Okay, well, since we're splitting this up. All right. Here's the last one for tonight. Okay. Steven Tyler and Joe Perry of Aerosmith dubbed the Toxic Twins mm-hmm. indulged in drugs, hotel room destruction, and internal band conflicts. Their excesses became legendary in the rock world. Uh-huh. Yep. That's it. Yeah, no, 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 man. Uh, very, I mean, they're... Yeah, anybody, anybody that's ever followed Aerosmith, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody that's followed any of these bands, anybody we talk about, you know. Uh, that was the deal. You want a rock star, everything like that comes with it. So, all right, man, Rob, and thank then you. And there is another five. Oh, Okay. For next episode. Yep. So, you all will have to tune in on the next one to uh, hear the other five. Um, those are really solid. All of them were very solid choices. So, thank you, Rob. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And this, let me go see. What, yeah, this is the side of Rob. Okay, so there you go. If you guys want to uh, look it up for yourself, there you go. But why would you? Because Rob is telling you them. So you don't have to. Yeah, just just wait till tomorrow night. So you can well, keep playing solitaire. Keep playing solitaire and listening to us. So, anyhow, thank you guys for listening. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.